days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show, everyone. A 49ers versus Rams first look. I'm really excited to get into this one and talk a little bit about 49ers versus Rams because there are some interesting things that are going to be happening in this game. San Francisco 49ers are going to be playing some backups, and the Los Angeles Rams are going to be playing some backups. Uh, But the thought process is you still want to win the game, but you want to stay healthy as well. It's all about resting players, don't get anyone hurt, and try to win the game. It's an interesting dilemma, isn't it? Uh, Especially when you're allowed 53 men on your roster, but only 48 can dress for the game. You have to find ways to be able to rest players and still put out a competitive product, a competitive team that's going to compete to win, but also doesn't run the risk of having injury. So I'm very excited about the San Francisco 49ers versus Los Angeles Rams. This is going to be a great game. Uh, And yeah, we're going to get to see some backups. And I think it's kind of nice to see those guys from time to time. Now that everything's secured for both teams, both teams are in the playoffs. uh, 49ers with the number one seed and a bye. They can kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy the opportunity of playing the Rams team and seeing some young guys get out there and get some opportunities to play and show what they've got. I think 49er fans are going to be looking forward to that. They're going to be looking forward to seeing some of the young players step up on that football field and make plays. And that's exactly what you want at this time of year. Uh, Nothing better than a 60-minute celebration of a team season by watching some of the players that haven't got a lot of time to shine this year. Now, of course, veteran players are still going to be playing in this game. Starters are still going to be expected to be ready and capable in case they're needed. And they'll probably get some of those players that are going to be on a little bit of a a run they're going to go out there and play for a little bit so we're getting into all that who's playing in this game who's not some of the things that have changed since the last time and also we're going to hear from Kyle Shanahan about exactly what uh you know he thinks about this matchup and how they're preparing for the Rams it's going to be a great episode I can't wait for it uh like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the push for 5k if you're listening on audio platform 40 hours cut back on believe please give it a five-star rating. If you're going to bet, bet with Bet Online. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information at any time. Head there today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet on a line where the game starts so let's start by talking about which players are going to be playing in this matchup because uh, Kyle Shanahan confirmed yesterday that it was not going to be Brock Purdy Brock Purdy is the one player confirmed out for the San Francisco 49ers but of course of course they're dealing with injuries as well uh, which means Christian McCaffrey is for sure not playing in this game so McCaffrey also out for the 49ers. We know Armstead has been dealing with the foot, ankle, and knee injury. Uh, been resting since 
uh, way back in the season since the Philadelphia Eagles game. So that means Armstead's going to be out as well. There's no reason to bring him back until you get into the playoffs. Then Ambry Thomas had hand surgery on Tuesday. He's going to be out for this game. Deshaun Gibson's dealing with a quad strain. He's out for this game. They said he'll miss seven to 10 days. So nothing that lingers into the playoffs, but enough to keep him out. And then Jair Brown's been dealing uh, with a hamstring. So he's going to be out as well. So uh, the odds are that 49ers are going to be without those players in the game. Where the Rams have just been very clear about who's going to be out. Quarterback Matthew Stafford, he's not going to be playing. He's been the number one guy for them. Kyron Williams has been a revelation for that run game. He has been spectacular. And uh, he went over 1,000 yards this season, even though he missed four games and now is going to miss the last game of the season. That's very impressive to miss five games and still go over 1,000 yards. Uh, great effort from Kyron Williams. The Rams' running game has been much improved uh, during this season, and especially the last part of the season where they've relied heavily on that run game. And Kyron Williams has been a big reason why it's gotten better. Cooper Cup, no reason to play your all-pro caliber wide receiver in a game such as this, especially if you don't have injuries. One thing the 49ers have compared to the Rams are injuries. And with those injuries, it leaves less opportunity to not play some of your players. I mean, you have Ray Ray McLeod, who's out. Uh, we'll see if he ends up being eligible for this game. He's in his 21-day window. Uh, but you've had players that have been hurt at the wide receiver position. So uh, you've had to limit the amount of players you have available, which means Debo and Brandon Ayuk could see some time in this game. And Debo said he would on the Up and Adams podcast. Uh, Tyler Higby, the tight end, he's going to be out for this game. Joe Noteboom, uh, offensive lineman, he's out. Aaron Donald, the beast defensive tackle, right? No reason to play Aaron Donald in this matchup. Could make it a little bit easier for the 49ers to run the football up front without Aaron Donald. And then Ernest Jones, the fourth, is also another Ram that's not going to be available for this football game. So when it comes down to this game, you know, how do the 49ers approach it? Do they go out there and try to defeat the Rams? Well, of course they do. Uh, one of the things you want to do is you want to make sure you win every game you go in and play. Whether you have all your starters playing or all your backups playing, that doesn't matter. You still put in the same effort because you're also trending to get better. You want to get better. You want to play at a high level. And the only way you do that is by playing football. And remember, uh, just because they're starters that aren't going to be playing in this game doesn't mean the guys who are behind them aren't looking for an opportunity to showcase what they got. Whether that is showcasing it for the 49ers so they get an increased role uh, for the playoff run or an increased role next season, or potentially they're auditioning for another team. So you always want to make sure you put good film out there because guess what? We're in January and in March, free agency is going to hit and teams on players on both teams are going to be looking for the most possible money they could get, whether that is playing in their respective cities they're playing in right now, uh, Santa Clara or, or Los Angeles, or playing for another team. This is exactly what they're playing for. But of course, you want to get better as a team as well. And getting team reps is very important. Uh, you're going to probably be expected as a backup to play at some point. Injuries are just the name of the game. So you have to be able to go out there and get it done. But you want to get some execution in for your backup quarterbacks because heaven forbid one of your quarterbacks go down. For the Rams, Matthew Stafford goes down. It's on Carson Wentz, another high draft pick who's shown potential and started a lot of games in the NFL. Most notably, great seasons when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Since then, it's definitely been more hit and miss for Carson Wentz. 
interesting fact, and you'll find this all over Twitter, is the fact that Carson Wentz is 2-0 against San Francisco. The last win that Carson Wentz had was, of course, on that ugly uh, game against the 49ers where it was raining, and they came to Santa Clara, and they got an upset victory over the 49ers. That was disappointing. Uh, last year, he came in as spot duty, and the 49ers absolutely hammered him uh, when he was with the commander. So the 49ers know what Carson Wentz is capable of. He's talented. He has the ability to get the ball down the field. But the Rams are looking to make sure Carson Wentz feels comfortable, can operate this offense, can get the players in and out of the right plays. It's very, very important for them. And on the other side, the 49ers are looking at the same thing. This is very important for Sam Darnold. And I know it might seem like this game has no meaning, but really it does. Because this is important for Darnold, who hasn't started a single game this season. He gets to come in. He gets to see what a defense is looking to do against him. He gets to make the proper calls, uh, whether that is just to run the play that is called or can it. Uh, that's all happens by how the defense is approaching and what he's looking at. And really, we're trying to see if we can get some rhythm for Sam Darnold, getting him some live reps against some, uh, you know, taking live fire in these games is going to be important because if something happens, even if it's just Brock coming out for a few plays or Brock being out for a series or whatever it may be, you have to have a willing and capable quarterback. And that's exactly what they're trying to see Sam Darnold do in this game. So I look for them to look to get those two guys into rhythm, both the Rams and 49ers respectively. A quarterback is going to be very important. And you just got to make sure that you execute. You got to get the ball out on time. And we've seen Sam Darnold do some good things at the end of the Baltimore Ravens game. Different situation, though. Can he do it from the beginning? Can he do it against a defense that's try that is trying to uh, limit your effectiveness through the air, not allowing you to throw things underneath and then rally to make tackles to use time? I think it's going to be interesting to see how Darnold operates within this offense, how many of those checkdowns he takes, and how many shot plays does he dial up. Uh, Darnold's got the arm. He's definitely got the arm to go downfield. And he's going to have the talent still uh, to get the ball downfield. Now, how much will we see of Debo or Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle? Hopefully not very much. They're probably going to rely heavily on Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason in the run game. They're going to try to get the ball to Juwan Jennings, who could be back from concussion protocol. Ronnie Bell, Chris Conley, they've got to figure something out. That's why Debo and Brandon Ayuk might play more. Uh, but then you've got tight ends. You've got Braden Willis. And um, Charlie Warner, they're going to be expected to be playmakers in here. So, yes, the offense is not going to be as dynamic as normal. Warriors are going to look to use other players. Uh, but this is exactly what you want in these types of games. And, you know, you might not think that these games mean anything. Uh, but, you know, Kyle Shanahan said straight up, hey, you know, we, we are preparing for the Rams. A lot of people act like, oh, you just wait. You just look forward work on, you know, the things you need to work on, but you have to prepare for the team that you're going to play as well. So listen to what Kyle Shanahan says about preparing for the Rams. We're preparing for the Rams big time. Um, and we could see how good they could be in week two. Um, anytime that you have a quarterback like Matt Stafford, who is as good as anyone that I've ever studied. Um, and anytime you have that, you always have a chance. I mean, he's always that guy. Um, but where they've improved the most is how much their run game's going. It's as good as any run game in this league. You put those together with that type of quarterback. Their defense start out with a lot of young guys, but they've played all year. Uh, that's what we had to do in 17 and 18. And when you have a generational play out there with Aaron Donald, um, with what they're doing on the other side, that gives them a chance to be as, just as dangerous as anyone in this league. 
I know he's mentioning Matthew Stafford and Kyron Williams and guys who aren't going to play in this game, uh, but the overall thought process is the same. Even though it's not going to be those guys, it's going to be capable players that you have to focus on. Okay, so it's Carson Wentz instead of Matthew Stafford, or it's Ronnie Rivers and Royce Freeman instead of Kyron Williams. Uh, they're still going to have talent. And right now the belief is, right, they're still going to have some pretty good wide receivers playing in this game. You're going to have Puka Nakua, uh, Demarcus Robinson, who's going to be playing, Tutu Atwell. Uh, they still got Ben Skoranek. They've got some guys that can go out there and still make some plays. So it's not like they're going to be void of talent. And if you go out there and you don't have a good game plan to play against the Rams, uh, then you're going to get burned. You're going to get smoked. And so you have to make sure you put your players in the best situations to be successful. Because even though you're not playing your starters, you want a game plan like your backups are your starters. When they're out there and they're playing, you want them in the best situations. You want to see them succeed. You want to see them build on that confidence. And you want to play a good game. That's just how it goes. It doesn't matter who's out there. You want to play well. And that's going to be important. The way that they practice and they set up a plan that includes these players. I mean, you look at the defense for the 49ers. We're probably going to see Sam Womack. We're probably going to see Darrell Luter Jr. We know we're going to see, you know, um, Logan Ryan in the secondary. And we're going to see Isaiah Oliver at the other safety position. Like, those things are foregone conclusions. And we want to see those things. Let's get Oliver extended reps at safety so we can see how he's prepared for the playoffs. Let's see Sam Womack and Darrell Luter Jr. go out and compete. Let's see if the 49ers elevate Jason Verrett and see if they can get him some extended time, knock off some of that rust of not playing much football in two years. Uh, there are some key things that you want to see, and the Rams are going to present some interesting matchups. Early on, Puka Nakua is going to be going out there looking to get catches. We can break the rookie record. Uh, you're going to have Tutu Atwell and uh, Robinson as well. They can create plays down the field. So uh, 49ers are going to have their work cut out for them. And then when it comes to the tight end position, Davis Allen's a nice young player. Uh, who showed a lot of potential this year. So there you go. You're going to have some talent on talent, and we're going to see how those young players are able to step up. And when you're talking 49ers linebackers, if Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw aren't out there, I want to see what happens when the 49ers get Flanagan Fowles playing Mike and when they get Jalen Graham and D. Winters out there and how those guys operate at the linebacker position. It's a good thing to see. We're going to see what these guys could be in the future and heaven forbid if something happens to Oren Burks or something happens to one of those other linebackers, how these guys can step in and make plays against, like Kyle said, a good running game. The running game is definitely taken off, and it's not like the Rams are going to be arresting all of their offensive linemen. They're still going to be going with a lot of their starters on the offensive line. Just Joe, just Noteboom is the one sitting. Uh, so we're going to get to see the best of the best for the Rams at first. I'm sure they will filter out, and eventually we'll see replacements along that offensive line. But I thought it was real interesting just listening to the way Kyle approached it. Like, no, we're still we're still game planning. That's the right way to go. You have to make sure that you know you are going out there and putting your best foot forward for your team. But you're also not going to be giving them too much. Uh, you can't afford to show them everything you got because there's an opportunity for you to have to play the Rams in the divisional round. With the Rams sitting at the sixth seed right now, with a win against the 49ers, they would secure the sixth seed and more than likely head to Dallas to play the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys have to make sure they take care of business and win. If they lose and an Eagles win, Eagles would take over that two spot, and that's where 
uh, the Rams would then travel to Philadelphia and Dallas would go to the fifth spot. So there's some movement that could still happen. But let's say that the, the Rams stay in six and they play the Cowboys and win, they would come to Santa Clara for the divisional round. If they fall to the seventh seed uh, because they lose the 49ers and potentially Green Bay wins, then in that case, the Rams, you know, would are actually, I got a vice versa, sixth seed, they would head to Detroit. Uh, so they would play in Detroit. If they were the seventh seed, they would play the Dallas Cowboys. So I got that a little mixed up. But um, yeah, that's that's the case. They could play one of those games. And the Rams, the way that their running game is going and the, the things that Kyle said about Matthew Stafford and Kyron Williams, those things ring true. They can beat good teams. And we've seen Dallas give up a lot of yards on the ground this season. If the Rams lose to the 49ers and sit in that seventh seed and play Dallas in Dallas, there's a a possibility they could be in Santa Clara for the divisional round. So what do you do knowing the fact that you might play this team again in two weeks? An interesting predicament. Well, Kyle Shanahan had his feeling on what the 49ers would do. Yeah, it's there's a good chance we're playing this team um, in two weeks. So I think both sides will be a pretty vanilla on that. I'd be surprised if there's too much stuff, but... We also know each other pretty well, both teams and the schemes. And when we play each other, I don't think a lot goes into that anyways. It's, it's, um, but every game affects the next game, so we've got to be smart how we do everything. Vanilla. Uh, that's what we used to say when we were running our, our games against in the preseason. Uh, maybe we were going to some scrimmages and things like that. We're going to run our vanilla offense and defense. This is what everyone knows we're going to do. We're not going to run anything creative because – we don't want it on film. And when it comes to the Rams and 49ers, uh, you're just basically going to see what you always see, a base offense, some movement, some motion, but you're not going to see any of those exotic plays, uh, any crazy reverses or halfback passes or anything like that. You save all those things for later on just in case you match up. But just like Kyle Shanahan said, these two teams know each other really well. I mean, they, they've played against each other for years now with the same head coaches on both sides, same offense, uh, same defensive scheme. There's a distinct understanding of what each other does. And so when it comes to this game, it's probably going to be less about X's and O's and more about Jimmy and Joe's, about who can execute at the highest of levels. And yes, both teams are going to have backups in, but uh, the expectation is going to be no different. They're going to expect you to execute at a high level. They're going to expect you to play with consistency. They're going to expect you to play with the technique that you've been taught the entire year. And when it comes to offense and the 49ers, they're looking to continue to build on what they did last week. They want to get in a rhythm. It doesn't matter that Brock Purdy's not the quarterback. They want to get in a rhythm in the run game. They want to establish the play-action pass. They want to get the ball out of Sam Darnold's hands very quickly. Uh, then they want to get the ball down the field as defenses begin to creep up into the box to take away the run and take away the short pass. That's when you make them pay. And when you look on the other side for the Rams, what they want to do is spread you out, get a run game going with that single back backfield. They want to use Ben Skoranek to be able to kick guys out and block guys in the hole. And then they just want to get the ball into Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell's hands, and let them create in space. The game plans are pretty simple. They're pretty vanilla this week. Nothing exotic. Nothing that's going to throw you off. But execution is going to be the key. Well, that's exactly what you want as a team at this part of the year. You just want to practice and then execute at a high level. Kyle Shanahan talked yesterday about the fact that you could get rusty by how you approach practice. 
Well, the 49ers are going to approach practice the right way, the same way they do with every single other game. They're going to approach it getting better, looking to fix their mistakes that they saw that they made against the Commanders, maybe even some that they made against the Baltimore Ravens, making sure you completely get yourself where you can execute play in and play out. And the 49ers know that that's exactly what the Rams are trying to do. So it's all about technique. It's all about execution. It's all about getting better. This game right here is going to be about, hey, good on good. How do we execute? How do we beat your young players? And when you look at the Rams team, I mean, they're young, but they're talented. They've got good players around the bend. And let's be honest, the 49ers and Rams played a pretty tight game in week two. And a lot of things have changed. Cooper Cup's back. Uh, you know, that, that offense has looked a lot better. That run game has been better. Now we won't see Cup. We won't see Kyron Williams. Uh, but we will see that same method and thought process when it comes to how the Rams have gotten better. Then you look at the defense for the 49ers. When they played the Rams before, it was a different type of defense. They were less aggressive. They played less tight coverage. They played off a lot more. They allowed Matthew Stafford to complete passes underneath and then rallied to make tackles. Well, now they're more aggressive. They throw more disguises. They confuse you. Uh, so expect some of that from the 49ers. Expect some blitz packages. Maybe not you know things that you haven't seen before, nothing too exotic, but still some things to bring pressure and come after them because – this is still a football game, and you don't want Carson Wentz to feel comfortable in the pocket. You don't want him to be able to get the ball out to Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, and Demarcus Robinson. And I'll tell you one thing I'm really excited to see is I don't know how much Nick Bosa we're going to see, but I'm ready to see more Chase Young, more Cleveland Farrell, more Randy Gregory, and some Robert Beal Jr. That's right. I want to see Robert Beal Jr., DTFO, I want to see all of it. I want to see those guys rushing the passer. I want to see how they do against Alaric Jackson, how they do against Rob Havenstein. Let's go. Let's see how these guys operate. I want to see how Sebastian Joseph Day does playing against his former team. If he's acclimated now to what Chris Kacerik does on defense, how much has Daryl Tapp and Chris Kacerik got Sebastian Joseph Day ready to play? I'm curious. I want to see D winners. I want to see Jalen Graham, how they've experience and gotten better under Jolly, Johnny Holland. I want to see what's going on with a lot of these young players. And they're going to play against some pretty good, talented players for the Rams. It's good work for them. Great work. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited about this matchup. It's going to be fun. And, yes, does it have the same appeal, you know, as a Week 18 matchup, you know, where you are you have to try to make the playoffs at the last second or you have to try to, con you know, clinch something? No, it doesn't. Uh, but it's a different type of thing where you get to watch, you get to experience your players, your backup guys that we talk about all the time, get out there and make some plays. And ultimately, you're just trying to be really good. You're trying to execute at a high level, and you're just trying to go out there and win. Uh, there is a mantra for this game. It definitely is. And the 49ers need to make sure that they continue uh, to get this mantra, mantra right. You want to rest players, don't want to get anyone hurt, and you want to try to win the game. That's what the 49ers are going into this game to do. They're going in there to rest players, not get anyone hurt, and win the game. And it's it's in that or it's well, probably don't get anyone hurt first, uh, then rest players, then win the game. But the 49ers definitely want to go out there and make sure they're ready uh, and capable for when time comes. Because if you don't play, I mean, Kyle said that. He goes, What you do here, it stacks for other games, right? How what you get out of the Rams game. We'll stack to the next game, and that was a carryover. So Warriors are going to look to really play a good game here 
And then they're going to turn their focus to the Super Wild Card weekend. They're going to sit back. They're going to watch, you know, do the Rams get an upset win and head to San Francisco to play the 49ers? Or will it stay status quo and the 49ers sit back and they play Tampa Bay or Philadelphia, whoever wins that 4-5 matchup? It, it, It doesn't matter. Until then, it's all about focusing on you, focusing on what you can get better at, focusing on your execution, and then you just await who's going to come. So it's going to be a fun week next week, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, because the 49ers are going to be waiting. They're going to be getting better, and they're going to be sitting back and looking pretty in the Super Wild Card round, anticipating who they get to play. It could be the Rams. Why? You take a deep dive into the film right now. Seeing the film at this point, a Week 17 film of the Rams, uh, gave you a clear picture. That was a must-win game. They pulled out all the stops. That gives you a really good picture of what you're going to have to do when you play against them, potentially in the division around the playoffs. So studying the film now in preparation for your game plan, a huge benefit for the 49ers, huge benefit for the Rams too, right? The only difference is the 49ers don't have another game to prepare for. This one will be ripe on their mind when it's time. For the Rams, they've got to turn their attention to either Dallas or Detroit. Um, it, it, it could be interesting. But uh, thanks for watching, everyone. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'm on the push for 5K, and you guys can help me get there before the end of the season. I want to get there before the Super Bowl, and it only happens with your help. And then on audio platform, 40 yards cut back on, believe. Thank you guys so much. Available on all audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pods, wherever you listen to your podcasts. This episode of 40 yards cut back was brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Lots of content still coming your week, uh, coming along this week, including the Madden Sim, which is always fun. And then, of course, Uh, the game preview show, and it's all going to be here. I hope you'll join me for all of it. But until then, stay safe, and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.